Welcome to Compassionate Cultures, the podcast. You're about to go on a journey of empathy, understanding and transformation. Get ready to dive into the heart of humanity's most pressing questions with me, Rebecca Hemmings, the CEO of Strawberry Words Training Consultancy and guests. It's time to turn up the volume on kindness and to amplify the voices of minorities that often go unheard. This podcast asks questions like, how can we create workplaces where ethnic minorities thrive without the chains of career stagnation? What if universities were safe havens for all, free from the storm of microaggressions? And how can we bridge the gaps between cultures that have been divided by the walls of bias and ignorance? This is not just a podcast. This is a revolution of empathy. Welcome to Compassionate Cultures, the podcast. Get ready to explore, learn and change the world one compassionate conversation at a time. Hey, uh, welcome, welcome back to Compassionate Cultures, the podcast. I'm Rebecca Hemmings, your host, and um, I've got a book look today, a book look. Um, I love my books. Obviously, that's um, how a lot of us get our information right. Um, and yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite pastimes. And, you know, especially when I'm inquisitive about something, I'll just pick up a book and I'm like, right, I want to master this topic. And so when I had that thought uh, about micro, not microaggression, sorry, unconscious biases, um, you know, I was looking for a book and one just kept getting recommended more than others. And that was this one. Um, Sway, Unraveling Unconscious Bias by Pragwa Agarwal. So I was just showing um, the book to the camera and then I remembered a lot of you are listening to the podcast. So um, yeah, it's Sway, W, sorry, S-W-A-Y, Unraveling Unconscious Bias by Pragya Agarwal. It's an excellent book, an excellent book. It's, you know, it's how many pages? Um, it's a thick book. So around 445 pages and, and worth it. And, and it's one of those books that you can go back to time and time again. So what I'm going to do is just kind of give you some of my key insights. Because this, this, this is a book I could create 10,000 podcast episodes on because there's so much in there. So I'm just going to give you a few, um, just three key insights from this. Well, a few more than that. And, um, you know, uh, feel free, obviously, then to go and buy the book or, you know, listen to future episodes or just take what you got from this one. But, you know, unconscious bias is something that we can continue to learn about and we, sh we should do. And of course, this does not dismiss the fact that we all have conscious biases. And often when I'm talking about this, when delivering training, I have to make that point. Um, because, yes, we do have biases which we're not consciously aware of that that's an unconscious bias it's their stereotypes formulated by the brain um, about individuals or groups of people without a conscious awareness that's what an unconscious bias is right so yes we have that but we also have to be very honest about the conscious biases that we have so uh, whilst I'm not talking about conscious biases today I'm just saying that because sometimes the fact that we hold unconscious biases can be used as an excuse uh, for conscious biases and and that's that's not okay okay um you know it might be difficult to acknowledge our conscious biases because nobody wants to uh or not many people want to admit that they hold biases but we do 
So, um, yeah, as I said about this particular book, it's, it's a great book if you're fascinated by unconscious biases and you really want an in-depth education on it, get this book because that's what it does, right? Um, so before I got this book, my knowledge around unconscious bias was, I, well, I refer to them more as um, prejudgments. You know, we all prejudge. You know, this was taken from my learning around um, cultures and the way different cultures do different things. So I knew that it existed, but I didn't know it in any great depth. Um, and, you know, like many people, um, I have made mistakes. Yes, I have made mistakes. So I'll give you an example of one of when I realized that I had an unconscious bias um, about a group of people, which I am not proud of. Um, but we have to remember, in fact, it's not my butt, but it's, it's, is it a butt? It's just, a, it's a fact that we are influenced by the media. We're influenced by social media, our friends, our family. And this is what helps to form and solidify our unconscious biases, right? So you can tell I'm leading somewhere with this. Okay, so I went to Ethiopia uh, around 2008. So I blame my my youth and ignorance, right? And, and also, well, it just is what it is, right? Let me just be honest, it is what it is. So I went to Ethiopia and clearly I had a, a view, a, a view of, of Ethiopians based on what I'd seen on TV. My aunt was there, she was volunteering, and I thought, oh my gosh, when else would I get the opportunity to go to Ethiopia? I'm going to go and visit her. So I did. And, you know, um, we went to many different parts, and as part of the trip, we treated ourselves and we went to the Hilton Hotel. Um, I went to the swimming pool in there, and in the pool, you know, if, if you've done training, you've heard this story. All right, if you've done training with me, you've heard this, so forgive me if you've heard this already. Uh, but yeah, in the pool was what I recognised to be an Ethiopian woman. And so I, you know, brazenly swam over to her and uh, I said, um, oh, hello. And she said, hello. I said, um, you know, oh, um, are you Ethiopian? Not, yeah, anyway. Are you Ethiopian? And she graciously said, yes, yes, I am. And I said, um, do you come here all the time? Now... If you're used to experiencing microaggressions, or if you have you know, knowledge around microaggressions, you will know that's a microaggression. Because I was basically, my meta-communication, what I was really saying was that I see you, you're not like me, a black British person, therefore you don't have as many privileges as I do. I know how that sounds, not great at all. Um, but this is, it, it's subconscious, right? But now I'm analysing that, I'm being honest, and that's what, this, that's the work we have to do. So, um, yeah, um, so I was basically looking at her saying, yeah, you're different to the norm, you're Ethiopian. Um, most Ethiopians I see are um, in poverty, you know, surrounded by flies and all that sort of imagery, you know, I had that in my mind. And so the fact that this woman was in the pool, um, you know, enjoying herself at the Hilton Hotel, um, my unconscious biases were just coming out like water. Like, what, really? And that's, you know, I, I can analyse that now. And, and, and at the time, I, I did feel like, oh my gosh, why did I say that? Because I'm so used to that being done to me, usually by white people, you know, when I've been at a restaurant with family or something. Oh, is it your birthday? No, we're just out having a meal, you know, again. So anyway, I'm, I'm going on. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's through experiences like that that I can reflect back and realise that, oh my gosh, 
my unconscious biases were so on display. And it's, it's our microaggressions that will give away our unconscious biases. So for those people who think, well, you know, they're, they're unconscious, there's nothing I can do about them. Yeah, those microaggressions are going to tell on you. So um, yeah. Okay, I talk too much. Really, these episodes are meant to be 10 minutes and seven minutes in. So I'm going I'm to get to the point. Right. Um, so my three key insights on this book. Um, so I learned about implicit egotism theory in this book, um, which has been so um, enlightening for me because, um, yeah, but what implicit egotism theory states is that by nature as humans, we're all um, narcissistic, right? So uh, we're narcissists. We like ourselves. We love ourselves. And that includes uh, our names and the first letters of our names. So, you know, when I first heard this, um, I, you know, I just, I, I dismissed it. I thought, yeah, whatever. I don't pretend, I know, I don't um, prefer things beginning with an R. But then I sat down and I thought about it. And I thought about the last three roads I've lived on over a span of like 25 years. They all begin with an R. <gasps> oh my gosh, what? <laughs> That's crazy to me. Like, I would never have thought that I have that preference. It's just never shown up. And that's the nature of an unconscious bias. They can really surprise you. And, you know, unfortunately, they often, I mean, that one's quite a mild one, right? It's not going to harm anybody. But some of our unconscious biases can go, um, can fly in opposition to the very values that we hold dear. And that's why we often don't want to be honest about them. Because who wants to admit that you see this group of people in a negative light? Not many people. Some will, obviously, but not many. So that's the problem with unconscious biases or recognising your unconscious biases. You realise that, oh my gosh, I don't treat everybody fairly. That's not great. And because it feels so uncomfortable, people often hide it. So that's the conscious bit. But uh, going back to this book. So I also learned about um, outgroup, the outgroup homogeneity effect. Okay, so we all have in-groups and outgroups. Uh, in-groups are the people who are like us, the people that we trust, people who are very similar to us whether that's um, in experience, um, in the way that they look, our ages, our levels of abilities, and so on, right? And all the people who are not in our in-groups, they're in the out-group. And the more different they are to you, the further out in the out-group they are. So what the out-group homogeneity effect is, is basically it's saying that all those people in the out-group, they share similarities. They're all the same. So, I don't know... Um, all Chinese people are good at maths, um, all black people eat chicken, all um, white people are racist or whatever. And, and please do not take this out of context. Like if you just tuned in, li listen back to make this make sense, right? So um, it's a stereotype, um, often a negative one that's applied to a group of people um, basically stating that they're, they're all similar in this way. So um, that's happened to, that happens to black people all the time in that we're often mistaken for one another. Like my daughter, in her, um, when she was like in reception, I, we get like um, books back, report books with photos. Do you know how many times I had to tell the teacher, this is not my daughter, this is her friend. Like because it's quite common for black people to be seen as looking very alike. 
um, because of this effects. And I won't even go into detail. I won't even go into detail on that one. Um, and then the problem with positive stereotypes, that was something I found quite fascinating as well. So I just want to read something to you from page 129. I'm just flipping the pages as I speak to you now. Right, okay. So uh, this is a quote taken from the book. When Laura Kim, an editor for digital storytelling at The Times, expressed a desire to be promoted, her ex-boss said, you're so good at what you do, normally Asian women keep their heads down and stay very quiet. Laura has spoken about how those words have, branded, have been branded on her brain ever since. So some people might deem that as a positive stereotype. You know, you're saying that, you know, um, you're, you're, you're different. Wow, that's amazing. It's like when people say to me, oh, Rebecca, you're so confident. Or Rebecca, you're so eloquent. Or Rebecca, you're so intelligent. And these are common microaggressions that I get, right? They're stereotypes. And they what they do is they hold you up to an unhealthy standard. Um, it dehumanizes you um, because it's saying that, you know, you have these super... Um, or it can dehumanise you, not all of those examples do, but let's say in the example of a strong black woman, for instance, one I can relate to, you know, it's basically saying, you know, if you have all these features, that means you can't be emotional, you can't be vulnerable, you can't be soft and feminine, and, and it puts you in a very awkward position. Also, what these positive stereotypes can do, going back to that one around um, Chinese people with being good at maths, what if you're Chinese and you're not good at maths? So, you know, what does that do for your, your self-esteem? And, and what it's also saying is that, well, you know, if they can do it, why aren't all you people do it, doing it? And it ignores the systemic nature of discrimination. So we really want to be careful about using um, so-called positive stereotypes. I mean, it's really a backhanded comment because, I mean, um, compliment, because what did he say? Um, Asian women normally keep their heads down and stay very quiet. So, you know, if this is, if, you know, you not being that way is a compliment, what's it saying about all those other Asian women that, uh, that do that? That, and she, and this, this person is from that culture. It is an insult, actually. It's a, it's a microaggression. But again, it often comes from unconscious biases. And the way we become aware of our unconscious biases, I'm getting talking for way too much. <laughs> I'm going to finish this episode, um, is by being aware of our triggers. But that's for another episode listen if you like the episode share it um discuss it with your friends your colleagues your fellow students whoever it is that you you know you talk to these things about uh, take our online course we have our online course called times to talk about race which covers unconscious biases uh, and how to recognize and how to de-bias okay it covers uh, systemic racism and also microaggressions all right it's a cpd cpd accredited course go on to strawberrywords.co.uk for more information about that. And finally, tell me what you thought about this episode. You know, you can do that on Spotify. If you're listening to this on Spotify, there's an area for you to feedback. Please do. It's really great to hear your thoughts. Wherever we are on social media, Strawberry Words, again, comment, let us know what you thought. Um, and also on the website, because these all these episodes, if you ever missed one, they're all available on the website. So, website. So thank you so much for listening, and I will. You'll hear from me again soon.